You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Emma Gillespie. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Tuesday the 8th of November. Australia's eSafety Commissioner has written to Elon Musk amid growing concern about the direction the new Twitter owner is steering the platform in. Julian Mangrant says Twitter is in for a bumpy ride, warning the social network risks becoming a dog's breakfast under Musk. As the billionaire tech mogul continues staff cuts and prepares to overhaul some of the platform's key policies, including around content moderation and verification. Ms Inman Grant, who previously worked in policy and safety at Twitter, told a Senate estimates hearing Musk's changes to Twitter could jeopardise safety online and allow misinformation to flourish. The Commissioner wants clarification about whether Twitter would be recognising Australian laws, responding to regulatory requests and maintaining escalation paths. Green Senator Sarah Hanson-Young has echoed the Commissioner's concerns, admitting she's worried about the ramifications staff layoffs could have for user safety. Health authorities are warning a recent increase in COVID cases due to the new Omicron variant could trigger a spike across the country. Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly says the government is on alert for rising case numbers of the XBB variant and they're closely monitoring another Omicron variant, BQ1, overseas. The new variants are vaccine-resistant and can also evade the immunity provided by prior infection. An inquiry into the controversial Centrelink RoboDebt scheme has heard overwhelming workloads and pressure to increase budget savings were the catalysts for creating the failed debt recovery program. A Royal Commission is investigating the RoboDebt initiative, a program formed under the previous coalition government which falsely accused welfare recipients of owing the government money. A senior public servant who worked on the policy proposal has given evidence today, recalling a significant shift in the department towards the generation of savings. If any government is seeking savings, he said they would generally come to fraud and compliance because it's a mechanism by which savings can be found and dollars can be generated. The Royal Commission continues. A Republican candidate who was the former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations is today facing accusations of racism just one day out from the U.S. midterm elections. Former South Carolina governor and U.N. envoy Nikki Haley drew widespread criticism for comments at a rally that the Democrat in the Georgia U.S. Senate race should be deported. 
Ms Haley, who is widely considered a potential candidate for her party's presidential nomination at the next election, said, I am the daughter of Indian immigrants who came here legally. They put in the time, they put in the price. The comments against Reverend Raphael Warnock came when she said, legal immigrants worked to come into America and they love America. They want the laws followed, so the only person we need to make sure we deport is Warnock. Raphael Warnock was the first black senator in the state of Georgia. Meantime, in his final speech before Election Day, US President Joe Biden has stressed the high stakes of determining who will control Congress for the next two years, predicting a Republican majority would roll back Americans' rights and dismantle social welfare programs. Our lifetimes are going to be shaped by what happens the next year to three years, Biden said. It's going to shape what the next couple of decades look like. And back home, new figures from the ABS have shown Australians are living longer, bucking a trend through the world's wealthiest countries that saw a drop in life expectancy due to the pandemic. The Australian Bureau of Statistics data shows a girl born in 2021 could expect to live 85.4 years, up several months on the pre-pandemic figure. Males were expected to live 81.3 years, a similar increase. We now have the third highest life expectancy in the world behind Monaco and Japan. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's deep dive on Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter and whether allowing Donald Trump back on it would actually mean it's a real place for free speech. Listen to the quickie wherever you get your podcasts. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription.